Good morning. I'm Donna Quinn, and for the next half hour, you'll be listening to Talk of Our Towns. A public affairs program aims to keep the public informed on issues which may affect them. Wireless technology affects almost all of us, and 5G technology will affect everyone. A September 10th article in the Daily Astorian reported that Verizon approached Astoria City Council wanting to expand its data bandwidth in Astoria to meet growing demand and prepare for the rollout of fifth-generation mobile communications known as 5G technology. Today, we're going to be talking about electromagnetic frequencies, EMFs, and the radiation from wireless technology that is causing many in the medical and scientific fields to call for more testing on the health effects of these new technologies on humans, animals, and plant life, especially before 5G is rolled out. There is some controversy about this topic, just as there is still some controversy about climate change, apparently. So the aim of this program will be to spark our curiosity so that we can research and obtain credible information from reliable sources and decide for ourselves about this issue. My guest today joins us by phone from New Mexico, where she's doing research on this topic and working on a book. She's a healthcare practitioner and reflexologist, a former North Coast resident who plans to move back to Seaside in the near future. Kathleen Dudley has personally worked with scientist and author Arthur Furstenberg. He is a co-drafter of the 5G Space Appeal International Signatory Action, whose efforts, along with Claire Edwards' United Nations, has resulted in gathering over 179,000 signatures worldwide, saying no to 5G, we need more research, we need more time. Good morning, Kathleen Dudley. Good morning, Donna. How are you? I'm terrific, and the technology worked, and I'm aware of, here we are talking about technology, which we use. And today we're going to learn about how we can use it more safely, I hope. And um, and I'm really looking forward to our conversation. I have spent the last couple of days um, visiting websites you have recommended. And, um, and there, gosh, there are TED Talks, there are YouTube videos. Anyway, um, Kathleen, before we begin talking about uh, unstudied health effects of wireless technologies, please tell the listening audience a bit about yourself. Well, I, um, I'm a certified reflexologist, and um, in the process of um, going through my own health crisis and, and ultimately uh, beginning writing a book on that because I discovered that we are capable through our own um, uh, motivations to heal from any disease, uh, I was very excited about that. And um, while I've always um, had my ear to the ground uh, on the cell phone, the wireless industry, since it um, burgeoned in the early 90s, um, it wasn't until I began working again with Arthur here when I moved back to New Mexico that I became rather heightened in my own uh, concerns over the very technology that I was exposing myself to. And as I continued to write my book, um, started to connect more and more of the dots. And um, and then I was asked by uh, Mayor Tonita Garule-Garan, uh, the mayor of Las Vegas, New Mexico, to present on the 5G wireless technologies to the city council. And I was most grateful because it's not every council that invites um, uh, um, that particular uh, information to be brought forward. Um, 
And so that sparked, again, another um, interest about the depth of the seriousness of this technology. And when I began really looking more carefully at how people were using this technology, uh, wearing it on their bodies, um, uh, keeping it at their beds, their heads, um, and, and then reading the studies. Um, I became alarmed and wanted, I, I suppose, more than anything, to um, bring about the educational aspect of a technology that has such um, far-reaching health impacts. Yes, well, the uh, even the, there's a recent Scientific American, <clears throat> excuse me, there's a recent Scientific American article that just came out um, by uh, scientist Kenneth Foster, who says 5G is coming. How worried should we be? Um, but even though he says, you know, oh, so far it looks okay, he also says we have to study it. We need more studies on this. This is a brand-new technology, and we just don't know the ramifications of the usage of this technology. That's correct. And uh, there was a recent um, congressional um, um, hearing with Senator Richard Blumenthal, um, and he was questioning the heads of the techno industry, uh, Mr. Barry, and asked him point blank. This is a YouTube that everybody can, um, can access. Uh, tell me about the health studies on 5G. And he said there are none. And then Senator Blumenthal asked, well, what, how much money do you have um, um, for current uh, future studies? And he said there are, is none. So what we do know is there are no studies on 5G. And um, there are upwards, depending upon which scientists you speak to, um, 10 to 30,000 health studies showing various uh, concerns and health impacts by worldwide peer-reviewed scientists on the impact of wireless um, uh, from 1G to 4G. And, and since we haven't really seen the implementation other than in a few cities around the world, we really don't know other than through speculation the impacts of 5G. Yes, and I believe uh, Brussels has asked for a delay. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yes. Um, the uh, health minister in Brussels has um, made a, a, a statement that, um, that uh, and I'll quote, I cannot welcome such technology if radiation standards which must protect the citizen are not respected, 5G or not. She said, the people are not guinea pigs whose health I can sell at a profit. And I recently read an article about how um, the technology uh, industry managed to convince the council in Sacramento to uh, go ahead with 5G rollout. They gave wireless to the schools. They gave wireless to the parks. And so without being too egregious in my statement here, I'm going to say that if we do sell out for financial gains, we are selling out at the risk of our health protection for our citizens. And I applaud um, Brussels, and I, um, and I ask for cities to stand up. 
uh, repeatedly, and I, I see that Portland is um, is is looking to um, call for mayors across the country, uh, across the state, to stand up. And I'm just and the bottom line is let let us hope. And let us trust that it is not an issue between how much money they're going to be able to um, uh, wield through negotiations with industry, but it is um, a call for no 5G until the health studies are proving that we are truly not guinea pigs Mm -hmm. to this technology. Well, for our listeners who may not be familiar with 5G technology, what is the difference between 4G and 5G? And just give us a little bit of a primer on that, please. Okay, well, let me take you back to um, wireless in general. Um, and then I'll go on to the, the different generations. G stands for generation. Um, wireless uses three times more energy than a corded phone call, for example. So when we are talking about concerns about energy use, we're actually uh, tripling the amount of energy that we use with the, the new technologies that are being rolled out. So in terms of global warming, environmental concerns, we are actually um, culprits if we sign on and use these, uh, if we really want to make a, a, a less in our footprint, if we really want to make an impact, if we're really concerned about future generations, then we, we need to take a look at that. Um, modern technology expands our use of energy. Um, so we had in the 1990s a rollout of, of cell phones, and um, they we began with... 1G, which is basic voice, and then 2G was limited texting, 3 generation, 3G, was texting plus Internet, and 4G was a connection to the Internet, the broadband connection, and we could stream video. Um, This was all via microwave radiation. This is a non-ionizing radiation, but they give off radio frequency waves, which is a form of energy and a form of electric magnetic energy. And it's basically a cell phone signals with their radio frequency to a cell tower. The cell tower receives that and then sends the message back. And it's very broad. So one thing to be aware of, if I make a phone call on my cell phone, I am not just connecting to a cell tower, but I am blasting everybody with this broadband everyone in within my vicinity i don't know exactly how broad that band is and then when that signal comes into my my cell phone so this is not just a singular uh, uh, incident that happens, we actually are impacting everyone around us uh, within a vicinity. If we have a baby in a crib, if we have a toddler, if we have an elderly person or children walking by the street, we're actually impacting them with these radio- electric and magnetic fields. Well, 5G is different. Talk about 5G, please. 5G is, is different in a way that is even more confirming. It uses what's called millimeter waves. They're shorter waves, and they're extremely high frequency. They have 100 times higher frequency than 4G, and they have a much greater bandwidth. They have an enormous surge of radiation exposure. Now, um, these these beams use um, what is called um, a beam forwarding. It's a narrow narrow beam, and they have sh- they're short millimeter waves. Um, so the intention is to install these um, antennas 
uh, every one to five houses um, along the streets, and then the, the connection uh, from the satellite beams down onto those antennas. So um, it's, it's, it's different in that the type of, of beam and the type of radiation um, uh, affects us in a different way. This particular beam uses a pulsed um, micro, uh, millimeter wave, as does the 4G. They, they are pulsed radiation. Um, but this, because it's 100 times uh, higher frequency and is not as broad, it's a very narrow band, has a greater intensity. Um, and there are also are sh- satellites, too. Satellites. Pardon? They, they also want to Pardon? launch satellites. Satellites? You want to talk about satellites? Yes. Um, Currently, the satellites have become have been launched into the ionosphere, which is an extremely delicate uh, area in our upper atmosphere. Um, the HARP uh, in Alaska, which has been shut down, um, it was a government-funded um, military operation, um, was operating in the uh, ionosphere, and um, we really at that point, didn't know what was going to take place uh, because it is such a delicate area. We're looking at twenty to 30,000 satellites being launched this coming year into the ionosphere. And one of the problems is that they have a very short lifespan. And, um, and so every time they are launched back up, the launching creates a layer of black carbon particles in the stratosphere impacting the ozone and the temperature. Uh, and this is a study that was done by the Aerospace Corporation. So we, we know that we're, you know, rather than, than going in a, in a place of protection for our, um, our environment, we're actually degrading it even more, um, or degrading it even more. Um, the 5G network will require literally millions of cell towers, and it's estimated uh, 2 billion transmitter objects blanketing the skies and the ionosphere. That's just a tremendous amount of, of electric and magnetic uh, radiation that will be up in the bion- ionosphere. And quite literally, when the water comes out of the atmosphere, comes down, it will be... Um, full of radiation, well, which and will I'm, go down... Yes, pardon? yes, yes, I'm sorry. I didn't, didn't interrupt you here. Um, yes, and I know that uh, right now we are seeing the effects of electrosmog, um, how low vibration signals are already affecting cells, and, and I want to talk in the next half of the program about um, some of the health effects that have already been studied and then things that people can do to help protect themselves because we are, like, clearly right now we're using this technology. So how are we going to be able to work with it? And what can we do if we have concerns and we feel that more research is needed? Um, if you've just tuned in, you're listening to Talk of, your, Talk of Our Towns. I'm your host, Donna Quinn. And today I'm speaking with Kathleen Dudley. She is a healthcare practitioner. We're speaking by phone. Uh, she is in New Mexico at this moment in time. She has worked with scientist and author Arthur Furstenberg. He is a co-drafter of the 5G Space Appeal International Signatory Action 
uh, the website. I would highly recommend that you go to that website, uh, 5gspaceappeal.org. Um, these efforts, um, he's working with Claire Edwards of the United Nations, have resulted in gathering over 179,000 signatures saying no to 5G or study, uh, appoint independent panels. I mean, what is Arthur Furstenberg saying needs to happen before we roll out 5G? Well, he's basically we need to stop giving industry the impetus to develop these technologies. And we need to... Um, I don't want to speak for Arthur, but um, in working with him, I know he um, is dramatically concerned about the health impacts from the uh, effects from the radioactive um, uh, uh, frequencies. Well, we know that, unfortunately, um, with all of the technology we have available, even in for healthcare, that people are sicker. There's more cancer. There's more... Um, uh, there, there's more illness today, and and you have some thoughts on that. Yes. Um, right today, 50% of the adults have chronic illness. 46% of the children have chronic illness. Just since 2000, that's a 2015 statistic. Autism is up 30% since 2012. Um, we have um, an increase in um, uh um, infertility and um, decreased sperm counts in men. Um, one in uh, three men are unable to uh, father a child, and one in uh, one in uh, two women are infertile. So we're we're looking at some very serious declines in in health. And what we do know that when people from from the results from uh, the last so since the 90s, we are seeing that um, the cell phone uh, wireless affects hearing, memory, reaction time, and, and reproductive health. And, it, and, and that's dependent and shows based upon the amount of cell phone use. Most people do not know about the uh, damaging impacts of cell phone use or wireless. I have countless conversations with people who are oblivious to the fact that if they carry their cell phone in their pocket or in their bra, that that can lead to testicular cancer or breast cancer. We just we don't need know that. Yeah, become educated, right? And we don't know the effects of all these new technologies. We just they haven't been around long enough, so there aren't any long-term studies. Um, and so what are some of the ways that you feel people can educate themselves about this? Clearly, they can go to the 5G Space Appeal uh, website. Um, one thing I should mention before we start talking about how we can use technology in a safer way and then how uh, communities can come together to, uh, to ask for research, to ask for studies uh, before 5G maybe is rolled out against their will in their community um, – and that is, what about the uh, the fact that a lot of folks say, oh, these concerns about health have been largely debunked? Well, who have they been largely debunked by? Well, I think all we have to do is take a look at how much education has been rolled out for us about these technologies. Basically, the airwaves have been silent. The newspapers, the magazines, we're not getting the information that these 10 to 30,000 studies are um, revealing. So we know that, um, you know, and, and I'm ever so grateful 
for you for taking on this challenge because with Astoria being you know notified by Verizon uh you, you know you're you're up against um the p- prospective um rollout of 5G in Astoria but we have studies from China, Korea, Sweden. We even have a military study from 1982 that reports that radio frequency energy um, is used in mind control studies. It can disrupt normal purposeful behavior as a non-lethal weapon. It can affect mood uh, of crowds. Um, we have European countries in 1999 concerned about the use of electro microwave weapons for crowd control. Uh, we have Korean studies showing seven to eight-year-olds who use cell phones three-plus minutes a day, and they have a higher risk of ADHD due to the deterioration of the myelin around their nerves. The studies are there, and as long as people take um, an active part of becoming educated, then we are in a very strong position of taking back our our rights to um, how we live our life. Um, currently, we are losing that, and technology is rolling this out very quickly. And it's it's almost as if it's um, a charade, like the emperor's new clothes. But. There is so much information. All we have to do is open Pandora's Well, box. let's let's give people some websites that they can visit, or some uh, certainly they can Google some of these things, which I've been doing. There are uh, some credible websites. Again, I think that the 5G Space Appeal is excellent. There's Electronic Silent Spring. There's 5G Crisis. Um, there are many of these that we can look at. And I think we do have to look at, you know, the money. And we also have to think that, you know, we didn't know about cigarettes. We didn't know they're there. I mean, even drugs go through extensive testing. And so where are the tests and where is the research? Well, it's too new a technology. And I think that's one of your biggest concerns. How can we in our daily lives help protect ourselves from this? And then how can we as communities come together, because it sounds like these um, the five G technology is is can be placed in a community without the citizens having a say in where or how or how many. That's correct. In fact, the FCC, the Federal Communications Commission, has uh, uh, stated that uh, on a local level. We cannot prevent technological companies from coming in, even based on health issues. So that is what we have to respond to. We need a grassroots effort on a local level. Uh, when I first moved to New Me- uh, to um, Oregon, I checked out what was going on on the grassroots level and found the uh, liquid natural gas terminal and the local uh, energy of the folks who were who were saying no to that. And I was so impressed. And here we are back. Um, looking for grassroots efforts to um, to thwart uh, yet another industrial violation. And so this technology is something that um, has such strong health impacts that that we are not even being given an opportunity to say, let's step back a bit, let's slow this down, give us some uh, proof that we are going to be okay. So how do we right. protect ourselves yes. from this? Yes. 80% of the toxicity is with our own, within our own homes. Um, those who have Wi-Fi could consider um, 
hardwiring. Um, Ethernet cable is much faster. It is more secure. Um, it does not um, send out um, the, the, the microwave radiations um, because it's in a cable. It doesn't apply affect plants and animals, which are extremely susceptible to this. The 5G technology is known, uh, considered to explode the metabolism of insects because it goes one to two millimeters beneath the skin. Um, we, we can put in uh, Ethernet cables and hardwire our own houses. Um, if we have Wi-Fi and we don't want to... to uh, cash that in for a hardwired house, we can turn off our, wi- our Wi-Fi at night. Um, fiber optics are m- very, very safe uh, by comparison, and they're so much faster than Wi-Fi. Um, so unplug the router every night, and that's, when I, that's what I do, and um, I know that the naturopath my daughter sees has no Wi-Fi in her office whatsoever. You have to turn your phone off or put it on airplane mode when you're there. Um, a lot of people I respect are um, are healthcare practitioners who are concerned, and and clearly there are now scientists. All of this international appeal, uh, which has people from the scientific field and the medical field. We also know keep your cell phone away from your body. Use your speaker or use headphones. Yes, and it's very important to not use them in a car or on a train or in an elevator or where there's per- poor signal area because the um, the signal bounces back and forth and it's more intense or the signal is, is much greater in an area where there is a lower frequency connection. So, And the worst time to put the cell phone to the head is when it's ringing. Uh, it's on maximum power. Um, so we're... Uh, um, the other thing, too, about, you know, we're not just looking at cell phones. We're looking at all wireless um, uh, technology and, and even hardwired, like laptops. People w- put them on their laps. I had a reflexology client who came in. Uh, this is not a laptop, but uh, he had testicular cancer and had a testicle removed. And I asked him when he was about to start the treatment, which pocket do you carry your cell phone in? Well, voila. Uh, not that one case makes the entire, um, uh, proves the entire situation, but it was very interesting. We want to keep them out of our bedrooms. Um, we, we don't want wireless baby monitors. Um, it's very important to protect the children because their heads and their skulls are thin, their, their brains are developing, a lot of stem cell um, uh, production. And we have found from the studies that the electric and magnetic fields ha- um, have a specific propensity to harming the um, stem cell production. So um, so many I, I things, would, so many things ahead. we could talk about. But you know what? We only have a couple of minutes left, Kathleen. So I want you to let the listening audience know any other, any anything else you think would be important for them to know before the end of the program. And then clearly, um, hopefully people will begin to, um, to do some research on this, go to some of these websites, watch some of the TED Talks and YouTube videos. And um, and so anything else you'd like the listening audience to know? Okay. Yes, we are energy beings. Quantum physics has shown that when you break apart the atom, you find the electron, the proton, and the neutron. There's no matter in that. It is all energy. We are broadcasting everything into the world through our energetic beings. We are energy fields. We communicate through energy. Electric and magnetic fields are energy. When you introduce an electric and magnetic field on the mitochondrial level 
into our cellular level of our body, it plays havoc. It destroys various parts of the communication, which the mitochondria is. It's an electric communicator to the Right. To so the that's why, the again, we must educate ourselves and we must um, we must uh, do more research on this. And, and there are these ways we've just talked about where we can protect ourselves. And um, Kathleen, thank you so much for making time to talk about this today and for your work with Arthur Furstenberg. Um, I'm looking forward to watching his, his videos. I haven't had a chance to do that yet. Um, but thank you so much for being willing to be here and talk about this topic, which um, is hopefully will spark us to learn more. Well, thank you very much for the opportunity. People need to really become aware and step out, speak to their to the um, uh, government agencies within their towns and uh, get them on board as well. Thank you very much, Donna, for thank taking you. this on. Thank you so much, Kathleen. Yes, uh, grassroots efforts to uh, community comes together. Thank you so much, Dylan, for engineering this program, which, and we did use technology today. Um, we, and so, but learning how to work with technology in safer ways and asking for these studies seems like a very reasonable course of action to me. Um, I also want to express my gratitude to local talented banjo instructor Michael Brun for his original theme music for this program. Until next week, find a moment for yourself today. In fact, right now, let's all take a deep breath together. Dylan, that was a great breath. <laughs> it's so good for body, mind, and spirit. And then with gratitude, focus on the things that are going well in your life. There will always be those things that aren't going well. Focus on the things that are with gratitude and then give yourself a loving and compassionate hug or a pat on the back for being uniquely you. Dylan's patting himself. Very good, Dylan. And um, and for doing the best you can, because people really are. Unless we know better, we do what we do. And and then appreciate being here now, in this moment, the only moment which exists, the now moment, on the amazing planet we call Earth. <laughs>